Boom. Cold open. <laughs> it's not a cold open. I don't think if you call it yeah. out as cold open. Boom. Cold open. In your face, Kevin. You know what? Uh, the new latest uh, that we're recording on a two Is it Tuesday today? It is. Tuesday, the latest Retro Fandango came out today. I know. As I logged on, I, I, I was uh, eavesdropping, watching you listen to the new Fandango. Yeah. So you, well, you got to listen to it. Down. What are you on a couch there? Yep. You got a couch in your office? This, I'm in the, the basement. I don't have an office. <laughs> in your no, office. you get a whole basement to yourself. <laughs> Yeah, whole one room. Uh, yeah, that sucker came out. So, you know, you got to try and listen to it every free moment you have because it's it's runtime is, I think this one's around five and five and three quarters of an hour, I think. I thought you were going to say it's pushing five hours. Yeah, that's what I mean. What? Well, over really? over five hours, yeah. Oh, I think not. so. Yeah, I know the file was like half a gig. Uh, I need a new memory card in the phone to download it. So, uh, yeah, that, you know, we like to wrap up the Fandango here on the Fandango wrap up show. So I got to listen to the first mm, hour or so they have uh mighty Q dog on, uh, Eric and, uh, you know, just, uh, chilling out, relaxing, talking about whatever. And uh, Kevin was talking about our Waterloo adventures, giving lots of Bill stories. You really made me miss that I, I wasn't able to go this time, so we'll have to organize it better. Well, don't take overtime shifts. That's silly. Uh, how about a little bit of heads notice? <laughs> like three months notice? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And make sure I put it into my phone. That's how I forget these, these things. Anyways, Kevin said lots of uh, really nice things, and I appreciate that. He also took some digs here and there, but that's that's part of the thing. He uh, he put me out on the periscope at Waterloo, as we talked about last time. And he was telling those stories, and he thought uh, that a real kind of calm came over me because uh, him putting me out on periscope kind of outed me to the public, and uh, it's what I needed to come out come out of the closet so to speak and uh yeah what are you talking about he thinks that i really wanted to be out and about on uh on the youtubes and periscope and whatnot and uh, he would he he outed me and uh he thinks that you know it was uh yeah more of a calming thing for me because i i was finally out and i didn't have to do it myself and that's the way it uh what are we talking about here? It sounds like I'm talking about something way more serious, <laughs> but yeah, he's right. It was good. He, uh, the, the weird thing was he like hit record on the phone and just pointed at me and it was kind of like dance monkey. He didn't give me any uh, content to do anything with. So it was just like a, you know, the eye of Sauron staring down at me. Um, yeah. So whatever. Thanks. Kevin. Good times, man. Love you guys, Kevin and Sarah. We had good times. Can't wait to do that again. So that's what I've been doing, trying to take in some Fandango today. But the rest will be for the drive into work tomorrow. I was listening to some more Joe Rogan last night and today. Why? What the hell is the point? That's not an entertaining show. It's extremely entertaining. I w- if you would just give the guy a, a, a breath of a chance, 
you probably warm up to them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have many times. Well, I'll play it again for you tomorrow because I'm not done. It's part one and part two. <laughs> he doesn't need any more listeners. Why don't you give your time to some of the folks in our community that, you know, would love to have you consuming their content? <clears throat> uh, excuse me. I do, sir. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen much of you on the Twitters the last couple of days, but Monday was like Mondo content day on the YouTubes and the, the Q dogs put out one of their videos. Nestro Mancer came out strong with another music video. He did a more modern game. I forget what it's called. One of those geometry games. Uh, killer is just him and the guitar and lots of nice close-ups of the, the fretboard, seeing him work his technical abilities. Oh, Duke over at Retro Nonsense finally released his secret uh, collaboration video in honor of the Cartridge Club. Yeah, so that was crazy that he was able to pull this together uh, really quickly and with a lot of people submitting things. Man, it just turned out really, really good. A lot of the, the people who submitted came up with really creative things to do. Uh, like the Q dogs and uh, Rambox was pretty cool. You know, Duke, of course, was balling 200% through the whole thing. You know, I mean, balling in a hardcore way. And uh, what was in there? Enzi was in there. Cap was in there. Uh, Buried on Mars. Uh, round two gaming. Anyways, I only had time to just send a short clip in. I put, uh, I put the big kid in front of the camera for half a second and sent that into him. And so she got in the video too. Has she seen that yet? Uh, she didn't really want to watch it. Yeah. She, she's afraid how she'd come out, but, uh, she's in for like just a half a second. Duke had so much content to crowbar in there. So congratulations to retro nonsense for throwing that all together. Not only did he write the song, you know, performed it, produced this video, starred in it, edited it, produced it, you know, he killed it. Congratulations Duke. And to the Cartridge Club. Have you been on the Cartridge Club website recently? Yeah, Dean uh, has done a really good job with it. My hat's off to Dean from Round 2 Gaming because it's the, the site looks amazing. And, of course, that's where you can find us now in the podcast section, cartridgeclub.org. Yep, and they even have, like, a member section where uh, it lists every single member with a short little bio. All right. Well, what have you been doing today? Come on, well, you big tough guy. What have you been doing? Today I've done nothing. Let's, let's start off with you. What have you been doing? <laughs> now, that's not exciting because I've fallen into the trap of having a nap as soon as I send the kids to school because the house is empty. And that's not good. That's well, no so, good. Wait, so the wife is uh, what? She was at work? <sighs> no, she, she's pretty sick too. So she was in bed. So, uh, so she was sleep. home in bed and yep. what? The kids were at school. school and you were... No one was watching you, so you decided to what? <laughs> Go to lie, bed. Lie down for 20 minutes? So why didn't well, you bust, that, out a, bust out a video game? I, I was wiped. I don't know. I This what? set of days we've been on, I just haven't gotten in the sleep cycle at all. And I was up till like 2.30 in the morning for some reason last night, and then up with the kids in the morning. Uh, yeah, I couldn't stay up, so I had to, had to have a nap, and then that turns into like three hours. Yeah, so you're 20 minutes turning three hours. Yeah, so that's all disappointing, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm <sighs> disappointed. That that's not that was 
full amplitude. That was courtesy of my uh, natural lemon flavored Nesty. I didn't think it would do anything. That's why I picked that over Coke. <laughs> well, that's disappointing, man. I thought you'd put some good gaming time in. I've actually, uh, I've been playing a game for the last two days. This is one of the ones that I picked up at uh, EB Games. The, what's it called? The War War for Cybertron? Yeah. On the PS3. And I'm actually enjoying it. So I thought, I'd, I, I didn't think it would be any good. But for, I think it came out in 2010. And uh, it's pretty decent. 2010? Wow. Yeah, I was surprised. I guess because the one after War is the fall for Cybertron. Fall of Cybertron. When that came out, like two years ago, two, three. Oh, beats me. Well, did that go on every platform or was it just for PS3? Uh, I think the fall of Cybertron did the war one. I'm not too sure, but it probably got cross promoted on uh, Xbox. They usually all do, don't they? Except for the key franchise games, I guess. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Which is an exclusive. I, I never saw those games, so I wasn't really looking for them though. Oh, what is it? Is it first person shooter? No, it's uh you're playing third person. Is your volume cranked on your mic? It's really loud in my ear. Got Rage and Joe in my ear. Volumes at the middle, my gains slightly less than middle. That's good though. Maybe you might actually hear me. I'm 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 chugging this thing down my mouth, so it's uh I'm pretty damn close to it. Yeah, you are. You're giving me uh, a new tour spot of the garage to change the camera around. Looking at some of the uh, camping chairs behind me. Oh, no garbage in here at the moment. So it doesn't freaking stink a rancid uh, death. Who built those shelves in the garage? Uh, Those were the previous owners. Well, those are pretty good. Sturdy though, man. I think it's probably holding about a thousand pounds of stuff. Yeah. Tires up there. Oh, those are, uh, the wife's uh, winter tires. Put them on the very top most shelf. That's that makes the most sense. <laughs> well, they're just the tires. They're not the rims. Oh, hmm. okay. so yeah, it does make sense. Hey, calm down. <laughs> Snooty, Mister Snooty, Mister. I know where to place my winter tires best. <laughs> Mine are way up high too, but in a loft. Mine are on the ground high. because they freaking weigh a ton. Yeah, it's uh, take my life in my own hands every year taking them down. Uh, that's why I don't put mine up there. It's just, it's not worth the hassle. Throw mine on the ground. Anything heavy on the ground. Yeah. I got to clear out her side of the garage here so she can start parking in here. Neither of you are parking in there. Not at the moment. Yeah. You're going to find somewhere else to move those gold bricks. What else is behind you? You got a step ladder there. What? No one cares, man. I care. Got four step ladders. I don't know. A bunch of shit. Is that a treadmill over there? Yeah. yeah. Right beside the pool table. Uh, and the Mustang up on a hoist over there. Yeah. Is that 67? Um, uh, no. <laughs> 68, dude. Oh, sorry. Well, what is in that big hard case over there? Oh, that's your travel golf system, right? Yep. That's it. The one you need because when you golf, you golf overseas. <laughs> I got to have a caddy with me when I golf. His name was Jesus. That was that time we went to Dominican, and then I, <laughs> I took a poop on the golf course because we was no, uh, we what? were nowhere near the outhouse. <laughs> we were in uh, Punta Cana, no, no, we went to uh, Puerto Plata. It was me and uh, the two guys from work. Yeah, you know, we just got the runs. <laughs> so it was after the ninth hole. We we did a stop at the uh, clubhouse, grabbed some more uh, beer, 
We actually, we had to have a caddy with, with us. So we, uh, his name was Jesus spelled Jesus. Right. And, uh, he knew his shit. That's for sure. He was telling us what to do and whatever. Right. Obviously <laughs> he's played the whole, like the course a million times. He told you where to go. Yeah. Well, he knew the lie of the course, right? Not, not the poop. <laughs> well, that's what you said. He no. knew how to poop. That's he knew where to poop. Yeah, that's ex- exactly what you said. It must. I, I said he knew where to to shoot. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> yeah, so it was like the tenth hole, tenth or eleventh hole, and uh, there was nowhere to go. And all of a sudden, the uh, porta splata disease hit my stomach, and I had to go. So I ran off into the bushes, right in the middle of putting. Here's my putter, Jesus. I'll be right back. See me take off into the bush. That's well. I guess and that's not the only surprising. time happened to me in Dominican, actually, because I've been there like three or four times, and nothing like that's ever happened. You had Mind to let you. fly that instant. Yeah. Mind you, I've only been to Puerto Plata once. So wow. So you dropped it right there in the sand trap. Did you cover it back up? Did you kick the dirt in between your legs? Cover it up? What was that movie? Uh, uh, what was it called? Shit. Hall Pass. <laughs> Well, they all took the uh, magic brownies and they're out in the golf course and the guy's doing yeah. like snow angels in the dirt. Yeah. Or sand angels. Yeah. That movie's awesome. It was pretty good. No, that movie was awesome. No, you know yeah, why? it was. You know why? Why? Because I know comedy. <laughs> so, well, you never told me that, that uh, you related that closely to them on the golf course when... Uh, he was dropping it in the sand trap like you had done in your past. Did you have the caddy go and take care of it afterwards? Did you order him around? Hey, Zeus, got a job for you over here. So it, it was like runny and shit. Like, what do you do to wipe out there in the. No, we had. Uh, out of bounds. We had napkins and stuff from the uh, clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Cares, man. It's what real men do. I thought you were all out of surprises for me, and there you go. Congratulations. Poop on the course. I never done that. I fell into a water hazard, but uh you know what? It's Dominican, so who cares? Oh man, what the hell were we talking about? Guess we won't get any listeners from Dominican. What about this what stupid game? Oh yeah, I'm talking about the game. Yeah, well, that's the one I got from EV Games. So it was like for thirteen bucks, and the two days I've been playing it so far, I'm really enjoying it. Were you skeeved out at all because it was a used game? You're not used to dealing I, with used games. Well, I wiped it all down, disinfected it, inside mm-hmm. and out. The disc too. Uh, well, the top part of it. I didn't want to mess around with the bottom part. Give you a little wipe of sanitary cloth. Well, you gave me a little inspiration to throw a new game in the other day. You put up something about beautiful Joe. So I threw that in for the first time, played it for about 20 minutes or so to see what it was yeah, like. I forgot that was a cartridge club game of the month. Yeah. Is it good? Will I enjoy playing it or will I just toss it? Mm, you should be able to enjoy it. It's really fun. Uh, well, you don't like cartoony kind of games though, do you? Define cartoony. Like what style? What can you compare it to? I don't know. It's like you're put inside of a inside of a movie. Yeah, no, I I know the premise of the game, but uh, can you compare it to like another type of game? 
something so you mean like the whole landscape is cartoony and your character looks like a yep it's got that feel to it that look to it yep yep mm. yep what's your special weapon uh you can slow down time uh help you you know have a defense and really punch somebody a lot harder i only played it for about 15 20 minutes just to get an an initial impression it's fun like it's fun um it's like a beat em up you go around punching and kicking and jumping and slowing down time and doing some crazy special moves and b- big jumps side scroller with a 3d element oh it's fun hmm. i'll play it again i had to take the burnout out of the PlayStation because uh, I just can't finish it. It's like four races left and I can't do it. So frustrating. Are you saying, are you admitting on recorded podcasts that you've been bested by burnout three? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The final super series is a game breaker for me. It's just not gone. Dot. Not, you, not in your, what? You're breaking up. <laughs> you're and you're playing on easy too, right? No, there is no easy. There's yeah, just yeah, do. Yeah. No. There's there's bill and then there's medium and then there's hard. No. No. I uh I asked a couple dudes on uh Twitter, I asked uh J Rock and Dean from Round Two Gaming to please put up some viz of them trying to do this race. Cause I want to see somebody actually do it. I, I can't it's, it's insane. It's where you're driving that, uh, like an F one racer through, through regular streets. Well, we saw that online, but yeah, you're, I know what you're talking about now. That part's insane. Like, I don't know. Is there, a, I guess there's no pattern that you can sort of memorize, right? No, apparently like the traffic will always be in the same spot. But oh, I mean, that's your, your, your race is huge. Like it's a really long race. You're not going to, you're not going to remember everything. And the one I'm doing now is a grand prix event. So you're doing, I think four races for points and, uh, can't remember all that. Hmm. It's ridiculous. The thing won't turn. Your competitors are all dinkuses. It's frustrating, man. So one wrong move and you're done. One wrong, you could be, I, I was leading for like 75% of the race and then one crash and you're in the final position instantly. It just uh, sucks. doesn't seem like uh, all the other races, you can see your competitors all fighting with each other and taking themselves out. It seems in this race, they just, they aren't doing it. They're just picking on you. I don't know. Anyways, that's it. Done. Hmm. Game broken. Got pretty close. No dice. How many hours did you put in your uh, TF game? Since you didn't have much else going on. Oh, I've only put like maybe five hours into it so far in two days. Woo. Just gonna do after- another, uh, I'll do another hour tonight after this. No, um, you'll be going to bed after this. What for? So you can get up to go to work in the morning. Who cares? Uh, the guy that's got to work with you the next day. How about yeah. that? I'm a pleasure to work with. Yeah, you're a real pleasure with no sleep. Just give me some food. (laughs) 
I bought a new uh, I bought a new lunchbox today for work. I decided to get rid of that mammoth uh, ten liter case that I carry in. Now this is some breaking news. I've only seen you with this giant. You've taken a couple of pictures of some of the the quote unquote meals that I've brought in. Uh, the size of these things, uh, numerous numerous containers for uh, for five people, but I managed to consume it all in one night. Uh, I just, I thought enough was enough. That thing is just utterly ridiculous. I'm tired of people making comments about how big it is. <laughs> Especially you love that. Yeah. It was just enough is enough. And it's starting to stink too. It smells like, it smells like Italian food, right? Yeah. It yeah. Like, it smells like salami and prosciutto and all that stuff, man. Just cold cut, cold cut combo trio in that, uh, bag that I was carrying. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I stopped by uh crap tire. And the selection was pretty much the one I got and then a smaller, uh, almost like a lunch pail size kind of thing. I don't know what it was. Certainly not enough to accommodate uh, the man of my stature. <laughs> yeah. So there was one left and I said, fuck it, just grab it. I was testing it out with all those. I was opening uh, Tupperware containers in there, putting a whole bunch of different uh, scenarios into it to see if it would accommodate what I could possibly bring. It's a uh, pasta capacity. Uh, yeah, not a large, not a large one, but a regular size round one would work. Probably put two of those in there. So anyway, I picked it up and, uh, walked over to the cash, put my hand to my pocket pulled it out, slapped on the counter, this big fat wad of Canadian tire money. <laughs> Why don't you explain to, uh, our listeners count it. what uh, Canadian tire money is. Is Canadian tire just in Canada? Is it branched out anywhere else? I wouldn't think so. Hmm. I think it's just in Canada. Uh, for those of you not situated in Canada, uh, Canadian Tire is like a all-in-one kind of store. A smaller version of like a... Shit, I don't know. <laughs> well, they, carry, they carry everything except for like lumber. So you want outdoor stuff, indoor stuff, you want fishing gear, you want, they've got an automotive bay in there to bring your car in to get fixed. Uh, they got a sporting section, that kind of style of store, right? It's like a hardware automotive store that just grew into other departments as well. Everything yeah. from pet food to patio furniture. And uh, so they give you rewards. Uh, so when you make your purchase, right? Uh, they, and this was their big thing. It's been going on probably since they opened, I guess for at least 30 years that I know of anyway, but, uh, you make a purchase and you get X amount of back in Canadian tire money, which was in the shape of, uh, you know, paper dollar bills in the sums of $2, $1, 10 cents, five cents quarters. And they have a 50 cent bill too. Uh, so yeah, and then you could just, uh, whenever you decided to, or if you saved up enough, you could bring them back into the store and use it like real money on a purchase in the future. So I've saved up this massive stack and then slapped it down on the counter in front of the lady. And she's like, Ooh, that's a big wad. And then, um, <laughs> we, uh, I ha gave her hand counting it and it came to like, what was it? $19 and change. No, no. 21. Cause then I only had to pay a dollar 65 to uh, cover the, the remaining cost for this lunch bag. That's it. No more Canadian tire money. Wow. The, you must've been holding on to that for a while. 
Yeah, but I hadn't added to it in years. It's just, it was wrapped up with an elastic in the drawer and just always either forgot about it or whatever, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so now they're switching to what? I picked up some kind of card I have to register online. They've gone to a digital type of currency, I guess, much like most other places. But, yeah, they want to go. Uh, they want to go digital with a, you know, the kind of credit card. And but it's so shitty. That Canadian time money was like a. People used to go crazy for it back in the day, right? Well, every kid growing up in Canada knows about Canadian Tire money because we were given it as kids. You know, uh, Canadian Tire actually you know, printed their own money. And, uh, you know, it might've been three cents or five cents or 10 cent bills, but as a kid, you would just collect all this and you could spend on whatever you wanted at Canadian tire. If that goes yeah. away, I don't know. Well, I, they don't, they're not giving it out anymore. They don't even give it out. No, I haven't just, got crap tire money. And, uh, I don't know how long, man, which is a shame. I remember there was, used to be like a uh, certain, certain establishments that would take that money on par. Yeah. I've heard uh, of that. Too. I know some bars used to do it. Yep. Really weird. Mind you, I can't imagine people walking in with boatloads of Canadian tire money and buying beer with it. Right. But cause it would take forever to accumulate. Yeah. I don't know. I always remember a story of someone finding a box in the Canadian tire parking lot and opening up and it was just, uh, reams of canadian tire money mint like a shoe box yeah well no like a like a shipping box like it came oh. from their printing press and it just kind of fell off the truck in the parking lot full of mint bills you know bundled of canadian tire money wow an entire box full of it probably that's only funny. ended up to fifty dollars that's funny you know, that stuff have you ever heard of that being like uh counterfeited no it's kind of thought of it now that'd be pretty simple to do right it doesn't really have like security features on it pretty sure the people at the cash could care less no but it was printed on like a, a currency kind of paper like you could feel the difference you could feel the raised ink i remember all of it had all those you know very microscopic squiggly lines and stuff that a photocopier couldn't do easier to counterfeit than government money though right oh it, it'd have to be you remember uh, the name of the dude that was on uh, the early bills? It was uh, uh, Sir William Lloyd Mackenzie. No, no, Mackenzie King. Uh, I no, I don't know who. It was some uh, some mascot of theirs, like a dude. Really? Yeah. Well, it was a Canadian Tire dude. It wasn't a, a figure in Canadian oh, okay. history. I was just throwing that nonsense out. <laughs> I thought you'd know. Well, I can't remember. It's like uh, mix on the Canadian tire money. Something um, mix something. I'm kind of Scottish. Who is the guy in the Canadian tire money? Come on, you piece of shit. It's a fictional character though. According yeah. to Canadian tire representatives, yeah. Sandy McTire. Ah, Oh, Mac tire sports a Tam and a stylized waxed mustache. Oh, that's disappointing. Why, why is that disappointing? Who knew? Actually, I kind of forgot. It was like a goofy looking guy. It's Canada's oldest loyalty reward program. 21 different series of money have been introduced. 
All right. So how many years are we talking? Is it like 75 years? Hold on. Made from authentic banknote paper with the same rag content and spot marks as paper currency. God, I hate being right all the time. Canadian Entire Money incorporates the latest anti-counterfeiting technology available in denominations from five cents up to $2, including 50 cents. Over $1 billion of Canadian Tire Money notes have been in circulation. 1958, Canadian Tire Money has been introduced, pioneering the loyalty program concept. Conceived by Muriel Bills, wife of Canadian Tire co-founder AJ Bills. Coupons feature happy tire and dollar sign running hand in hand. Canadian Tire logo dates back to 1926. I remember that happy tire. I haven't seen that in a while. You know, when I was getting rid of it today, I go, man, that's probably the last I'll ever touch Canadian Tire money. Real shame. I'm, sh- I'm sure you're squirreling some mint version of it somewhere. I know my my, my pops has a boatload at home. I don't think he's ever used this. He just keeps putting it away. 2014, they introduced My Canadian Tire Money, a national loyalty program, allowing customers to earn E-Canadian Tire Money. Mm. Another dynasty done. All right. So are you happy with this lunch bag? Is it a keeper? It's, it's a long one. Long rectangle. <laughs> hey, oh, it's a long one. It's a uh, rectangular in shape. I don't know. You'll see it tomorrow, man. I'm going to bust it out. I can't wait. <laughs> Highlight of my day. I'm sure you'll hear me complaining about it soon enough how it's not big enough. I haven't thrown the old one away, but uh, I'm just going <laughs> to put it away. Yeah, it'll be funny. Now you'll, instead of one giant one, you'll be bringing two coolers. I, stop. I think I just, it's, it's a good incentive because now I'll be less of a glutton, I think. Instead of trying to bring the whole fridge to work, I'm going to minimize it. I'm going to come in lean and mean and uh, prioritize what I really need. And uh, we'll see if that works. Yeah. Maybe I'll be a happy Joe. Who knows? Mm, Yeah. Way to be positive. (laughs) I have a boatload of uh, Mary Browns for you tomorrow. That's good because I've got nothing left. What I got? I got some fish left over from dinner, fish and rice, but uh, I'll give you some rice for some Mary Browns. Mm. It's good rice. That's that's equal. Well, you're giving me Mary Browns anyway. (laughs) Well, you will take what you cannot have. What do I get? A wing? You got a wing for me? No, there's that one piece that's shit. I don't like the dark one. You probably (laughs) like it. You mean the thigh, right? Is it the thigh? I don't know. It looks like a, like a clamshell kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Give that to me. Yeah. You can have that. And then use, you're going to use a knife and fork to take the chicken off the bone so I can have your bones. (laughs) No, I I don't know. Don't know if I'll go that far. There's lots. I went uh, on Monday and uh, it's basically half price there on Mondays for a short period of time, limited time, nine pieces for 10 bucks. I think. So that's half price. What time did you go? Well, dinner time. It's a Monday it? thing. Mondays only. For $9? Yeah. That could feed me for uh, two days at work. Yeah, I bought an extra order just for have for leftovers. Mm-hmm. You spent over 20 bucks. Yep. Wow. Oh. Why wouldn't I do that? No, I just mean all at once. You got nine pieces. That's... Well, I guess then to feed your family and then there'd yeah. be like nothing left over probably. So, all right. Good call, man. I appreciate it. 
I never knew that though. Is it just in uh, where you're situated, or is that nationwide? No, I it was on their website. So I think it's Mondays. I'll have to remember that. Mondays. I wish I, uh, I wish Popeyes would do that. Popeyes very expensive. Yeah. I don't think Mary Brown's is it across the nation yet. I know it started as an East Coast thing. It's been making their way across Ontario, but I don't know. I don't get that. Mary Brown's has been around since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Uh, first time I heard of it was here in Barrie. Never saw it back home. And you guys just got Popeyes up there too, didn't you? Yep. See, that's crazy. Like what? That's crazy. Why don't you have no Popeyes? <laughs> You're funny. Oh, I funny got stuff. You. Why don't we start the show for Christ's sakes? Oh, it's too late for that. <laughs> Fuck it. You don't know where you are by now, then us telling you what show you're listening to is it going to help you much? Why you got to be such a hard head? It's what we do. What up? What are you? What are you, what are you jabbing the floor there with? <laughs> Nothing. You got a stick? Yeah, I got a little stick. What is that? Kumite <laughs> stick? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was here. I grabbed it. I was bored. Show me what that is. It's a, like a broom, Dude, a short what? broom handle. What? You're bored. <laughs> Yeah. Talking about Canadian tire money and fucking chicken. Talking about happy McWheel. And How dare uh, you, sir. What's that stick you got? I don't know. It was something it was laying around on the couch here for some reason. Why do you got just <laughs> why do you have sticks lying around? I don't know. In case in case I gotta whack something. It's a nice little stick. Got good weight to it. I think I use that for rolling out the paint. Anyways, I'll I'll say it if you won't say it. Welcome to episode 52 of the SDC pod featuring Bill and Joe. Hello, hello. <laughs> and this is where Joe usually has something very eloquent and not well, uh, written out. Not this episode. Yeah. You sprung this on me today. You got the usual text from Bill. So, when we doing a show, yeah. I gave out a couple of options and you go, mm, better be tonight. <laughs> no, it has to be tonight. Uh, you gave no options. This was our only option. Actually, I gave you an option. I was uh, either a I daytime or a nighttime. I couldn't do it during the day because the wife was home today. I got to go out to the garage for an hour, sweetie pie. <laughs> oh, don't come in. <laughs> you won't like what you see. <laughs> I got to move your tires. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I do want to say that even though it is our 52nd episode, that doesn't necessarily mean we've been doing this for a year. We doubled up some episodes early on. That was only at the start. I wonder, ah, oh, geez. I guess we don't have the publishing dates for those ones, right? I don't do know. we have to have a year anniversary? Are you going to take me out on our anniversary year? <laughs> well, I think you should take me out because, you know, you did nothing for our 50th not even replied to my text, my loving text, my brotherly text. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. If we, if we can figure it out, maybe we'll do something. I don't know. We just had the huge 50th uh, show. I don't know if we can come up with a, a one year special in short order, whenever the one year would be. So I say the one year would just be a best of episode. So we don't have to do anything. Exactly. So you mean so you don't have to do anything because I would have to re-listen to all of our nonsense again, edit it together. That'll happen. 
So uh, if anyone has wished us well over the our one-year anniversary, thank you very much. However, it's probably still not our one-year anniversary. Can you believe we were pumping out like two or three episodes a week early on? That That's insane. What were those episodes like? That's when we were young and foolish. What the hell were we talking about two or three times a week? Wow. Uh, hmm. Of course, then we we had a couple times where we were off for like two or three weeks, didn't we? Mm, not really, time. man. Very, very few weeks we missed. I know that. Even in Christmas time, we doubled up and uh, pre-recorded some shows. Yeah. Actually, I got a question today about that one, asked, asking if uh recorded a bunch at once just to keep a couple on the hopper, to which I replied, no, not really. Let's keep it fresh. It's true. And current. Where else can you get current Canadian tire news like this? <laughs> Only here. SDCpod.com or angrycanadiansepticon.blogspot.ca. Right. Or on Twitter at STC pod, which is the account that Bill handles or at AC Decepticon, which is my account. Hey, nice. Change that intro up there a little bit. So uh circus Sim doesn't go crazy on us again. Or on me, I should say. Yeah. Very good. It's always the same intro. <laughs> well, you always write up something. That lady is so demanding. I try to, man. Just sometimes you can't do it. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. You did good. Good right. job. Well, we're off. The show is off and running. Here we go. Actually, we're almost done the show now. <laughs> I got some. Do uh, you want to hear some interesting news out of uh, the Marvel camp? Yes. Yes, I do. Now, I have to do this all uh, off the cuff because I have nothing in front of me. Because the research department, I don't know, has uh, failed me. So, uh, you know, the uh, the film chief over there, uh, Kevin Feige, have you heard of him? Uh, yeah, I do know the name. He's the guy. He's the guy, you know, responsible for taking Marvel from, you know, the joke films that it were to what it is now. You know, the Iron Man series, uh, the Avengers, even the Netflix stuff, everything's got to pass through him. He's the, the film chief. So, which he's been very successful with, right? You can't argue that. Or everyone can't help but have a boss, even though how successful they are, you still have someone else uh, as a boss. So Kevin Feige boss was the head of Marvel as a whole. Hmm. Uh, I can't, I, I don't have the information in front of me, what his name was, but he's a billionaire and he was known as uh, a penny pincher to the extremes. This is why um, all of these movies, no matter how huge they are, they still pay the talent. Like, you know, they don't pay them outrageous salaries the directors get paid like just scale, I think, but uh, a lot of back end deals are had to be made to get the talent onto these films because Marvel just doesn't pony up a lot of money for uh, for staff, and mainly because of this guy who runs Marvel. 
he's a he's a penny pincher. There's even a story out of uh, Hollywood Reporter where for the premiere of some Marvel movie, I don't remember which one, he showed up incognito just to see what was happening. And he didn't like that the press were granted two Sodi Pops instead of one Sodi Pop. Wow. That's the kind of penny pinching he, he is. What a guy. I bet you the stock, the, the stockholders, the shareholders probably love him. I bet you everyone else hates him. Exactly right. And if you want to become a millionaire or a billionaire, that's exactly how you're going to do it. You're not going to give away free stuff. You're going to keep track of every single penny. But this was driving Kevin Feige crazy, uh, having to report to him, even though he's you know uber successful. And because uh, he probably still had to fight for every single thing he wanted, right? Yeah, fight for everything. Like, you like know, try and justify anything. Jeez. Exactly. So, of course, now uh, Marvel is owned by Disney, right? So Kevin Feige, I guess the word is, he did a little end around and kept talking to the Disney CEO about, you know, I could, as good as we're doing, this could really be swinging if I didn't have to report to this guy who won't let the press have their second pop. And apparently after a couple of years of complaining about it, they finally reorganized his workflow and who he reports to. And now Kevin Feige will report directly to the Disney chief, no longer the Marvel chief. Hmm. I think who's the Disney chief. Uh, <sighs> it's not still that same guy, is it? Are you thinking Eisner? He's long since gone, right? Yeah, he's long gone. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Anyways, doesn't matter. But however, that's, Disney, a, that's a balls move he did, eh? Why? For a couple you know, of years, you're trying to. I'm sure that guy probably was hearing about it too, right? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It, yeah, it would have been ballsy. He could have easily, if he wasn't so successful, like if uh, Guardians didn't pan out, Feige could have been out. Yeah. Luckily, Guardians was, you know, beyond what anyone had imagined. So, uh, so now Feige reports directly to Disney, and as you know, Disney is uh, opens the purse strings quite a bit, uh, as you've heard with uh, like the Star Wars production, where you know they didn't do CG; they built the Millennium Falcon. You know, they could have CG'd it. Nah, we're gonna build it. So now the speculation is what is uh, Feige's next move with the Marvel properties? Like we're talking, he can do anything he wants now. How about the next uh, Captain America movie is directed by Spielberg. That would have never happened before, but it could definitely happen now. You could get major A-list directors, cinematographers, not to mention uh, not just one A-list celebrity on the cast, but a whole bevy of them. Anyways, that's what uh, that's what the buzz has been around the Marvel camp. I don't know. That's good and bad too, right? Like, like the trouble with uh, the first Avengers movie for me anyway, I think there was a lot of 
It's like you said, they were bringing in a lot of name stars, right? So I think, does it ever, it, it gets to the point though, where at some point it's, when you introduce, you know, stars that you're already accustomed to seeing, don't you think that sort of takes away from the movie? But they weren't major A-list stars until they appeared in Avengers. Aside well, from uh, Robert Downey. You got Downey, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson was very well known. Well known. To say, to say the least. Well known, sure. Uh, the guy who shot the arrow around, people knew who he was, but granted he's probably the lesser known. Uh, Thor had already had a movie out. Um, yeah. The guy who played the Hulk. Certainly not an A-lister, but if you knew your movies, you knew who he was. Yeah, you recognize everybody, but they weren't. You know, but I, I just mean in terms of, do you want to, is it better to keep bringing in celebrities or more higher list celebrities? Or is it better to bring in fresh talent that you don't know that can suddenly make a great impression on you, right? I, I'm more excited for the, for the behind the camera, what could be happening. Yeah. You know, it would be crazy to see Spielberg direct a comic book movie. I think Spielberg go. I just don't want to see a boatload of cameos. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That could pull you up. What's the last good movie Spielberg did? <sighs> I can't, I can't even tell you, man. Jaws. Jaws was pretty good. <laughs> did he do that super eight movie? Was that Spielberg? That's uh JJ. Was that JJ? Oh, okay. Yep. Which I, I, I enjoyed like that. 20, I watched like 20 minutes of it and I had to stop for some reason. Yeah. You would like that movie. Well, I thought I would. I just haven't got around to. Yeah. Maybe I was being distracted too at the same time I, or it was, I was tired or whatever the reason was, but oh. I thought I would because I liked, uh, I know it's probably not along the same lines or maybe it is in a smaller scale, but that, uh, What's that one where they were at a party, handheld camera? Yeah, uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. You're supposed to make a second one of that. What happened to that? Really? Uh, well, maybe that's maybe that's happening. Maybe the whole Star Wars thing got in, got in the I way. I enjoyed that Cloverfield. Yeah, me too. And I usually hate those found footage movies, but that one I really liked. Uh, Super 8, you know, that's set in the 80s. That's right up your alley. They're all uh, using Super 8 cameras. The best part was when he, they're in their bedrooms and they have all their toys out on the shelves and everything. Hmm. Cool. But the lens flares are just insane in that movie. Worse than Star Trek? Yeah. Worse than Star Trek and CSI Miami combined? <laughs> they are off the hook, the lens flares. Hmm. I wonder if uh, he's. that's got to be toned down for Star Wars, eh? I think people get tired of that, don't you? Yeah. Yep. You can have a little director's trademark, but don't don't slap mm. our faces uh, with it. Pardon the pun, but the lens flares lose their flare after Ooh. the 20th one. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's the interesting news out of Marvel. Speaking of CSI, the uh, the originator... The innovator that started it all, CSI, uh, had its finale. Right. Yesterday or the other day, whenever it was. It was Sunday. Sunday. 
Yeah, it's funny. We PVR'd it, but it started late for some reason. So we missed the ending. So now we got to oh. pull it up on demand. It started late. It shouldn't yeah. have started late. Yeah. That was, uh, PVR didn't get all of it. And at no. the start of it, at the start of it, um, we actually had to fast forward a bit into the record before CSI started. What did we end the last episode? We ended it with a big tease. Oh, I can't Something to, really. Well, I got the game show that I went to the, the wedding, the toilet incident, the toilet incident. Copying v- my VHS wrestling tapes. <laughs> Your VHS wrestling. Yeah. Don't laugh. Uh, that shit hits. Well, you know, the sad part is we're probably not even talking about like the Roddy Piper days where you're talking about the Stone Cold. Yeah, Austin I'm talking days. about the good days, Raw is War, Stone Cold <laughs> versus The Rock. Yeah, that's fighting on the bridge, throwing the belt into the water. Come on. Uh, throwing uh, the rock into the water, I think. Dude. Dude. Come on. We got uh, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. I don't know. I don't wait. Talking about Benoit balls. I know. It's not nice that he killed his family, but that's due to mental uh, instability from flying headbutts probably, so. Yeah, like I said, I can see looking back on the Andre the Giant days, the Iron Sheik days. Fucking what? There's what? nothing. To... How the far 90s? back are you going, man? Really? You want to see wrestling from the nineties? These, these that's were... not the nineties. That's the that's the zeros, isn't it? The two thousands. Was this is back when I used to tape like you know Raw on Monday and SmackDown on Fridays? I think that's when it aired. And then prior to our move uh, last year, I literally had like, I don't know, maybe three, four banker boxes full of uh, VHS tapes. So then I whittled it down to, because I labeled them, but I only kept the ones that were, uh, you know, a good match in that episode or something uh, specific happened that, you know, was, was really important. <laughs> yeah. So then I whittle those down again to one banker box full of VHS tapes, <laughs> which I've got to uh, transfer over before they completely uh, demagnetize. Yeah. Well, can't you appreciate that? Some really, really important, like the stuff in the sports almanac they wrote about this. That time when The Rock, I don't know. Oh, like great Eddie, a great Eddie Guerrero match or a good wrestling match that happened or something fantastic happened in the storyline. Yeah, you know, just good memories. That's all it is. You know, it would be a great episode. I go over to your house and help you throw out all this stuff. Listen, my wife will beat you to that. So <laughs> I've had to hold her, hold her off with a stick. <laughs> I'm doing good though. I'm willing down. I'm, I've, uh, I picked out four books off my bookshelf that I'm going to donate to charity. Uh, I'm starting to go through my comic boxes to get rid of uh, issues that have like that are crap or have no meaning to me. Like some obscure Batman I picked up or some Spider-Man nonsense or whatever. Right. So I'm getting there, man. It's a work in progress. Oh, and I started on your uh, NES system today. Well, I'll take your Spider-Mans that you're throwing out. 
do you want me to uh i tried cleaning the uh the 72 bit connector i think it's toast so do you want me to unsolder that uh 10-bit pin thing like you'd asked me to <sighs> i just wanted to leave it hmm. you could probably do that yourself you know yeah what'd you pay for this thing again it's like five bucks five bucks yeah oh so who cares then toast yeah, it, toast it. it won't hurt to uh to to uh cut that one pin and yeah, whether that fixes it or not it, it won't hurt it either way it'll just uh break that copyright issue right thing so you can go ahead and try and that. possibly fix the blinking red light too yeah so there you go all right try that no big deal no big deal um but what was that latest absurdity you were telling me that you managed to throw out which was absurd that you had it for 35 years that i threw yeah you were all proud you managed to throw something out are you asking me like you know because i don't know what you're talking about what did i throw out i don't know you said you had like a a a printer box that was mint or something oh i got this printer oh man i was (laughs) pulling more crap from my parents house to bring over it was uh literally off the store shelf oh condition uh you know remember back in the day when you used to buy pcs then you have uh if it didn't come with uh, like a dvd player or like a cd rom or whatever right you would buy one and then install yourself sure i think this was a dvd a dvd player yeah yeah it was like a pristine box of it i I don't know why the hell i kept this box and then i open it up and it's got of course, mint condition. Uh, what was it? A Windows ninety five uh, installation guide or something? The, the official Windows ninety five book. It had the seal on it. It was like a like stamp pressed, <laughs> and it had a Windows ninety eight book too that was oh, never been opened. Perfect. Yeah, it's really weird, the man. Perfect corner. Everything is like off the shelf, man. <laughs> I can understand what the hell was I doing keeping this? And I had like a, what did I have? Like I had like an Asus installation, uh, uh, three and a half disc. I had a mouse installation disc, some more driver, three and a half disc, <laughs> uh, and a bunch of other weird paperwork too. Oh, I had like a, What's that sound system? The Sound Blaster? Sound Blaster 32. Yeah. yeah, I had one of those in there. Like, what is all this shit? So, I, you know what? And I had to hum and haw and talk myself into throwing that bloody box out. But I did keep my Windows 95 and Windows 98 books. Well, okay. <laughs> A CD-ROM box. Mint. Yeah, couldn't believe it, man. Really weird. Off the shelf. Um, I got issues. I got to, I'm seriously trying to declutter. It's, uh, and the fact that I just, I picked up all these new games now I'm running completely run out of room. Well, we're probably not going to have time to talk about this, but you, uh, went to another, uh, trade show. 
and picked up a whole whack of video games. Yeah, I popped into the uh, the uh, Action Figure Expo, and uh, yeah, managed to pick up some games there. It's funny, I'd uh, I'd ask Kev if he wanted to go. Oh, remember? Yeah. And I was on my, I opened my phone Twitter up today at the uh, gym. All of a sudden, a private message comes up from him asking me questions about it. But it was prior to the show. So for some reason, this message has never come through, even on the computer. That's right. Because, yeah, you said you sent him a message and he never got back to you. Yeah. So I just thought, oh, I just didn't want to go or something, right? (laughs) And then today it comes up. Oh. But all prior leading up to it, nothing nothing popped up on the computer or on my phone. And all of a sudden today, it's just like, oh, and then it's just like, well, I hope I replied back. So I, maybe he'll get my message in three days. I don't know. Uh, depending on whether Twitter decides to pass it through or not. So, yeah, I felt really, uh, I felt bad because I hope he didn't think I was ignoring him. Would have been great to have a little bit of company. Yeah, you were dying for company that day. Yep. You, even, you even invited me for Christ's sakes, but alas, I was working. So anyway, we'll get into that in the next episode. Uh, if, but if you want to see the kind of things Joe's been picking up, definitely check out, uh, where is it on our site? STC. Up, I'm going to throw up on both just to, uh, but I mean, even the Intellivision stuff that's on stcpod.com. Yeah. Well, that's and, older stuff though. Yeah, but it's, it's. Yeah. Uh if you missed it, check out that post and uh uh what are you gonna put out more pictures? This week? All, yeah, when you, by the time you guys listen to this, yeah, just check check out both sites. Well I'm gonna throw up all the pictures on both sites. Uh there is some gonna be some video footage, but I think we'll uh we're gonna dilute that and spread that out maybe on a daily basis on uh, that'll be on the uh, youtube.com slash start to continue. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll get, we'll talk next week, next week's show about all the negotiations. You, uh, you were pulling off some maneuvers. What I heard. Uh, mm, you know what what I, I tried to do. I tried to think what would bill do. I tried to channel you inside my body. Much like I do every day when we work together. But yeah, man, these guys were having none of it, but uh, we'll leave it at that. Save that for the yep. show. Yep. Yeah, you did me proud, man. Try to be proud. I tried to. Uh, did you got the timer going on this thing? I think it's time. I don't. I can't, I forgot again, but I'm sure. I'm sure this is. This has been a fine. You can't do another. Fine. What was that last one we did? An hour and forty minutes. Oh my god! Yeah. What the hell happened? Just kept talking and talking. It was a good one. I think I enjoyed that one. Who talks to somebody else for an hour and 45 straight? Maybe two guys on the telephone talking about trannies. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I thought I'd never be that person. Here we were, but that's thanks only to all the great people on Twitter who sent us those, uh, awesome questiones. It was fun, uh, fun doing that. It's good times. All right. Let's sign this off, brother. As always, uh, Find us, uh, bleh, let's start that one over again. Uh, how do we normally do it? What? <laughs> I forgot our closing, dude.
you thank the listeners. Uh, hey, the listenership never answered me whether I should be watching Falling Skies or not. Have you heard anything uh, about that? I tried to get into it. Which one is that? Is that obviously the alien one, right? But who's the star in it again? Noah Wild. Oh, I did watch Wiley. that one. I watched the first season, and you know what? I Oh, shit. It just reminded me of some really cheesy late 80s, early 90s TV shows. Yeah, like V? Even though V was awesome. What do you mean? The original V or the remake? Oh, not the remake. Oh, the original. I love the original. No, I mean, yeah. I mean like. Uh, it was like V, the original, but nowadays when you expect so much more. That's the kind of feel I think you were going for. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I, I just meant in terms of like the CG and it left a lot to, uh, it seemed to leave a lot to your imagination. I guess they had such a low budget. I'm talking about right. the Falling Sky show. That's what I mean. That's how I'm relating. That's not, to how, the that's not how I was related to V because I was, that show scared me a couple of times as a kid. Oh Remember yeah, you're they, right, man. They used to what? Peel. Uh, you know, if they got punched or they got cut or something, you'd see like a flap of skin come off and you see the reptilian skin underneath. And then yep. they used to eat the spiders. Yeah. They what? took their eyeballs out. Yeah. What? No, they ate uh, snakes, didn't they? No, it no, snake. it wasn't snakes. They were, they were eating spiders. I think it was snakes. Listenership, back me up. Mm, big breakfast. Anyway, somebody uh, tell me uh, Falling Skies has started say, back I up. say no. It might have gotten better in these last couple of years. So didn't, the clips, the promos look good. Didn't, didn't Spielberg have a hand in that or something? I'm not sure if that's his show. Famous. Now, when I say that, I mean like probably not, but like in terms of like executive producing kind of credit, right? Right. Yeah. I remember it, there was a show that was highly advertised as being from his production company, but I don't oh, remember which that's one. That's what it was. I think it was Falling Skies. All right. Well, we'll see if anyone can recommend it to you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Do the thing. Uh, shit. Um, we uh, talk about our stuff. We thank Sweden. Thanks, Sweden. As always, you can check us out. Uh, go to our blog site, uh, stcpod.com. Follow us on Twitter um, at stcpod. That's the account the bill handles. Follow me on Twitter at acdecepticon. Uh, you can check out our stuff on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash start to continue. You can find past episodes for the time being anyway on Podomatic. Uh, just Google start to continue Podomatic and it will pop up there. And uh, anything else, Billy? Yeah, you can now find us on uh, cartridgeclub.org. Yes. Uh, where all of our Cartridge Club brethren are getting together. Uh, Dean from Round 2 Gaming has redesigned the site. Looks fantastic. And uh, you can catch up with all a uh, couple of the good the podcasts on there. Yep, Retro Fandango, uh, Leftover Bits. Yeah, oh. and uh, any videos people are pumping out, you got to check out Duke's new video from Retro Nonsense. You got to check out uh, the Nest Romancer's new music video. All kinds of awesome shit happening. Retro Fandango. Go over to the car- uh, Cartridge Club. God, what's stopping you? Go check it out for Christ's sakes. Put your name in there. You're going to be in the members section. Do it. Do it. Were you waiting for me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let me do it this time, man. 
Uh, can you do it? Post it and post it. Yeah. <laughs>